Hey guys, welcome to the Babylon Pastor Podcast. My name is Michael. And I'm Rob. Stay with us as we talk about church, theology, culture, and everything in between. Welcome to the Babylon Pastor Podcast with your host, Michael. And Siri and Rob. The weird thing is you guys can't hear the voice, but we can definitely hear the voice. Um, that's what crazy people say, right? You can't hear the voice. <laughs> it's the spirit. You can't hear it, but we can hear it. We're special. Um, so we're going to, uh, this is the um, last episode of this month series, talking about uh, things that came up during a uh, Q&R time in, uh, on, over on the Instagrams. The Instagrammies, as the kids call them. The Insta-world? Yeah, they probably don't call it that. They probably call it a dead platform, and they say TikTok's where it's at. But I don't understand that, so we're not going to talk about it. So today, we're going to talk advice for pastors, new youth pastors, new uh, senior pastors, new elders in the church that are like, this is more than I thought it was. Um, and kind of you know, recapping uh, our experiences a bit, Rob, in case you guys are just kind of new to the podcast, Rob has been a, a lead pastor at his church for how long? Or maybe not a lead pastor, but one year at the end one of this year. month. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. So we came up on a year exact. Who could have timed it better? I yeah. Don't, who who would have thought? Not not when you people are going to hear this or watch it, but the That's end the end of the end of May. Yeah. May thirtieth yeah. or whenever it was was the last wow. uh, yeah, the last Sunday. Yeah. How time flies, huh? How right. Flies. Yeah. So I'm basically a veteran now. <laughs> <laughs> about to drop some expert bombs on you yeah, write his right. first book yeah um <laughs> I'll, I'll recommend my first book how about that yeah, there yeah. you go yeah you gotta start there first mm. um so i think obviously a lot can it can be overwhelming i just i i know thinking back when i first became a youth pastor up until what i know now <laughs> Like, there's a lot that I'm like, you should have never been doing that. <laughs> like, you should, like, you should have waited a little bit. Um, so, what what are maybe the top four things? Top four, five, six, whatever oh you want to put on it uh, of things that like you've learned in this last year that you're like, didn't know that. <laughs> okay. Um... So I there okay. So there are practical things, and then there are things that keep you sane. Okay, that's true. Yeah. Uh, spiritually sane. I, I think one one of the um, things going into, and you can you can as a new pastor you can say, oh, I don't expect this, but you do. When you go when you go into a, a role like that, um, there there's an assumption that a pressure that you put on you to be able to answer the questions. Mm. Um, and, and the result is um, you can, uh, the result of that is I have to be someone I'm not. I have to be quick to just dance around it without just saying, you know what? I don't know. I'll do some studying and, and figure that out for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. And, and uh, one of the, one of the reasons that, uh, that I say that as one of the things is, uh, because there's, there's this really important piece of being a pastor, um, or even an elder that a lay elder for that, for that matter, there's this really important thing and it's just called being you <laughs> and to, to, 
so we, Michael and I grew up in a, a church world that not, not ev- in every sense, I don't want to like say this is about everybody, but, but we saw um, uh, the, the very, um, we saw pastors who were like elevated, you know, who like, like wouldn't have maybe I actually had a, a pastor tell me once um, advising me as a young, I mean, like teenager at that point, looking at maybe ministry someday um, advised me to be the person who always had the smile. Like, like Mm -hmm. when someone asks you how your day's going, it's always good. Right. And this was literally the advice. And I just want to say to you as, as a, as a new pastor, that's not good advice. That's terrible advice. People need to know that you're just one of them. I mean, that's super important. Otherwise, you will be set on a pedestal and you will struggle with more pride. <laughs> um, and then when you do fail and you will, um, people are going to have different expectations for you. And uh, like my church, I pretty regularly from the pulpit tell them, I, I just am a week ahead of you at, at feeling the conviction from this. Like yeah. I am no different than you. I am, I struggle. I, I dealt with pride this week, I, whatever it was, you know? Um, so that's, that's super important. Um, being you, being honest about who you are and you have your own struggles and you have your own issues that you fail at. And, and it's, it's incredibly important in so many areas of pastoring. One, you're a lot more relatable in preaching because people feel like they're just talking to a brother, mm-hmm. right? Two, counseling becomes easier because you can use your screw ups, not just some bullet points from a book you read, right? Mm-hmm. You can, I've walked through this and that and the other thing, right? Um, so it's, it's beneficial in many, many, many different ways, but, but fight against the temptation to look good all the time. Be, be your screwed up self and then point to Jesus when things work out. So that's yeah, the first it, thing. And yeah, it was it a lot more than just a one liner, but. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, what else you got? I got, I, I, I got some, but I want to see what you cover. Okay. So um, I'll, I'll say something that um, if you're one of the Patreon people, I suppose you got this a little bit earlier, but the schedule that you have is really important. Um, you, you need to, um, set aside time. It doesn't matter. Mine is the first bit of my day, right? So from whenever I want to get in until around lunchtime, give or take, and if emergencies happen, they happen. But basically I'm undisturbed uh, as a rule during that time. So if I get here at five, then I have from five until about 11. If I get here at eight, then I have from eight until about 11, right? But that is sermon prep. Um, that is uh, my own Bible reading and, and time with God, my prayer. So that is super important. Um, your time, your time uh, designation is really important. You, you must have time for you because everything that pours out of you only pours out of you, not because you read some book somewhere, but because of the depth of your relationship with God with where you're at with God. So this comes out in your preaching and your counseling and your relationships and your Bible study leading and your whatever, um, comes out from every, every, every aspect of what you do. So, um, and the time thing also allows some, some uh, rules, 
uh, again, barring emergencies and the, the weird thing that comes up, um, th there's a general rule that, you know, when I leave uh, and go home, I'm with my family, which is part of me being a pastor to, yeah. to show husbands uh, what that's supposed to look like, right? Um, so, uh, uh, and then another thing that I would say, this is a third thing, okay? Um, ministry philosophy uh, was important going in. And so let me take just a second and unpack what I mean by that. Um, different churches expect different things of you as a pastor. When you hear the word pastor, you ask 15 different churches what that means and what they expect, and you will have 15, maybe 16 different answers, right? Uh, and that's just the way that it is. So, um, and by uh, ministry philosophy, all I mean by that is, um, in, in your mind, as you read scripture, not as you want to define it yourself, because that's not allowed, but as you read scripture, this is what I see the role, the main role, the main push as uh, what my job is. Now that might work itself out in many different ways. If you're a, a lead pastor, youth pastor, pastor of shepherding, pastor of visitation, I mean, some churches are big, right? So you're going to have different job descriptions, but the basic push, right? So this, this was mine. It was basically two things. Um, one, the role of the, the, the main role of an elder slash pastor that I see in scripture is um, teaching, preaching the word of God, um, praying for the people of God, and then showing them how to live by your life. So <clears throat> the traditional things like visiting all the sick, uh, my church knows that I don't visit all the sick because it's my job. I visit sick people that are in our church because I expect all of you to be visiting and caring about sick people that are in our church because that's what Christians do, not what pastors do. That's, um, yeah, that's a shift in thinking for many people. It is, yeah. it is. Yeah. And, but, but that's, I would say lay that out <laughs> soon. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if you're, and if you're, if you're in the, looking for that right spot for you, then you're actually better off than the person who's been there three months and you're like, Oh crap, I haven't done that. You know, but, but if that, I mean, it's still, it's something that, that should be done, you know, at some level, the, the people that you serve need to understand your view on what your role is. Um, and if that, if you read the scriptures and read it differently than what I just described and, and to you, that includes, you know, my job is visiting the, the sick and, you know, that's that, then great. But it should be something that's defined because it, it, the expectations will be what they should be then. Yeah. Well, I think, I don't know if you have another one or not. You have a fourth or not? Okay. I mean, so. I could come up with many, but that's. <laughs> well, I think the ones you've covered are going to prevent a lot of headaches for, especially for not even when you get maybe the position, but when you're candidating for it or, you know, being, yeah, yeah. depending on the denomination you're in, this is going to sound different, but interviewing for it, whatever it looks like before you get in that role. Yeah. Really these things are going to help you figure out if that's a good fit for you anyway. Right. So if you go into that meeting or interview or whatever stupid word you want to call it, it's the same thing. And you sit down in front of this, this congregation and you're like, all right, this is what I see as my expectation as, you know, if I, if I, 
am your pastor. This is what I think time should look like if I'm your pastor. This is my methodology for ministry as a pastor. Like that's going to cut down a ton of headache later for you. Um, so like all the things that, that I think people were like, well, I expected this. Like if you lay those out and here's the thing that I would, I would push people to. And that's only because I've been through this experience myself. Like, don't be afraid to put all that on the table. If you're like, well, if they know this, they won't hire me. Well, good. You're going to save yourself a ton of headache later. And it's going to make, it's going to save you so much pain. If they know that this is how I approach ministry, if they know this is mm -hmm. the theology I hold, if they know that this is what I expect my time to look like, like just stop, like prevent the fight and battle before it even becomes a thing. Like if they yeah. know that you expect your time to look this sort of way and they don't agree with that, a hundred percent chance that's going to cause an issue with either you and the church or you and your family. Uh, if they, if you, if your methodology is, you know, this is how I approach uh, the scripture and approach people. If that's not theirs, they need to know that right away. Cause if not, yeah. you're just going to be fighting a wall the whole oh, man. time you're yeah. there. You're going to be, you're going to be unproductive for the kingdom of God, mm -hmm. which is uh, without question, the worst bit of it, right? That, that's yeah. the worst outcome. The whole point is we want to come together and be the church. And if you're too busy fighting as the church, you'll never be the church. Right. Yeah. So I, I want to ask you, uh, Michael, if, um, if you think it would be helpful, I'm more than willing to send to you to link to this episode, the written ministry philosophy and statement of beliefs that I wrote yeah, just as yeah. an example and of what I'm talking about. <laughs> well, <laughs> if you don't, then you Somebody don't will say to, something, but, but, but I yeah. did both of those things and, and I did it on purpose because I wanted them to know for sure what they're getting into yeah you know? no send them because i think it'd be a really good example because there's lots of times where i think people uh are looking for examples for that because they know they want to present those to the church they're they're yeah. you know going for but they're just like i can't find any good examples so i think that would be a good thing to link and if i don't link that guys and you're listening to this comment because i'll see that if, and then if I'll you if you don't link it then um what I'll just, I'll just submit that to your little blog thing and, and attach yeah, yeah. those to it. So yeah, you'll um, get it somehow either way, no matter what. <laughs> you'll get it one way or another. But no, I think all of that's really, I think for a new, and I say what I said before about making sure you lay that out ahead of time and ask, oh, please, please ask a thousand questions. Um, don't assume anything, whether you're the church that's looking for the pastor or if you're the pastor that's looking for the church, don't assume things. I've gotten at least five messages from people that have, I mean, this is over the course of a few years, but from guys that have went into positions and then they're in it now. And they're like, man, I didn't know that this church believed this. And now they think they expect me to believe this. And it's like, what do I do? And I'm like, well, it looks like you're out of a job. <laughs> I mean, that's just, I mean, that's what it looks like to me. If you say you can't yeah. agree with this and it's all stuff that, I mean, that's honestly, I've had to be like, I've had to temper my answer back a little bit when I responded to him. Cause I'm like, why did, why didn't you ask that to begin with? Like you made an assumption about this church mm -hmm. that you should not have made. Um, I mean, I get it. If you're going, if you went to a Methodist denomination and you're going to a Methodist church, you might make some assumptions about that, but don't just assume yeah. because it's got the name on the front of it, that it holds to whatever you think it holds to because it very well may not. Um, and 
you need to ask those. I mean, it might sound like a silly question and you may even intro it that way. Hey, I know this is a silly question, but where do you stand on gender? Where do you stand on race? I like, you know what I'm saying? Like it yeah. may sound dumb, but you need to know that it's better to know and look stupid there than not know later. Or, uh, or, or even, even to ask the question in, um, you know, one of the things that will tell you a whole lot about where people are at is, uh, you know, um, ask something like, instead of, instead of just where do you stand on gender, ask them, um, so, so someone who's transgender walks into the church on Sunday and wants to use the, the, the bathroom of the opposite biological sex, what do you do? Yeah. Well, that, <laughs> right. I mean that, that, if that'll get them tell you. It, it will tell you a lot about where the church is and mm -hmm. how much they've thought about this kind of stuff. And um, you're think about it like this. You're there to interview them as much as they are to interview you mm -hmm. because yeah. this has to be a good fit both ways. Right. Yeah. And it's no different in the secular world, right? Like you can look at the job description on indeed.com or whatever, see the salary ish and what you're kind of looking at or what they do and, the jobs are two totally different things. I can tell you that. But yeah, but, but <laughs> like yeah, you're, you're in you it. look at that and then you, yeah. you, you go to the interview and you might end up working with people who like, Oh, I hate all of these people. Like this <laughs> is terrible. Right. Um, I, sure. I mean, the culture here is, is horrific and, and toxic. Yeah. You know what I mean? It looked um, really good on indeed though. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and, and it might be the opposite of that. It might've been like, oh, all right, well, we'll go see what it's about. And then the interview and you're like, oh, these, this is awesome. This is going to be great. You know? Mm -hmm. So that, that interview process is also you interviewing the church yeah. that you're going to be a part of because you're, you're being hired to lead them at some level. Even if you're on a team of elders, like I am, mm -hmm. they expect leadership and wisdom. And, and if we don't agree on, you know, the, the glory cloud is just glitter, right? then uh, you know what i mean like if, yeah. if 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 that's a big cause of dissension then we probably had a problem that should have been figured out in the yeah. beginning if i popped off the joke <laughs> and you're all awkward about it uh, maybe i should ask some more questions <laughs> right, right yeah yeah for sure but no i think so when we talk about you know advice for for new pastors new youth pastors new elders i think it has to start with that question of like like before you even get in the door, like there needs to be some stuff addressed and asked beforehand, because if it's not like you're going to have issues. And then when you get in there, I can just tell you your first year is going to be, uh, or your first decade, whatever you want to call it. I like, it's going to be way easier and way more beneficial for you and the church that if these things have already been talked about beforehand, like those are just upfront, this is knowledgeable um, ideally, right. I mean, they know how you preach, <laughs> you know, how they receive that preaching. Um, so that there's no surprises because that first year can really make or break you as a pastor, uh, as far as like your confidence in the church, how this works, is this worth it? Like, is this how it always is like everywhere? Um, and to know that going in is going to make it on the backside, like the, the stuff that you said, Rob, make it to where you can be like, yeah, so this is, you know, what I